You're listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and I'm so glad you showed up for our relationship chat today, as well as for you and your people. We're all about living intentionally here so you can experience joy and balance in your relationships once again or for the very first time. Be sure you hang with us on our social media platforms, and if you like research like I do, Make sure you check out our website at EnneagramAndMarriage.com for our weekly newsletter, freebies, and so much more, as well as at Instagram and Facebook. We have so many goodies to share with you. Let's dive right in together. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining for another ENM episode. Today we are talking about the ever present, but especially no more than the holidays present, issue of parent overlays in our Enneagram work. And this is a very exciting listener requested topic. So thank you again for those who have already shared in our ENM surveys. We love to do surveys. You can also always write in anytime. We just love to ask you guys, what do you want more of? And one of the most intriguing topics I got from an Instagram Instagram DM was the topic of parent overlays and the ways we're shaped by our families of origin, those who raised us, those who are surrounding us, our cultures. These are fascinating topics and we are headed into a big time of holiday cheer, holiday morning, all of the above and probably more. And I think today is an excellent time for us to go over this. So let's do that. Really quick announcement. Stay tuned for our fun 12 days of Christmas sales. If you have anything you still haven't gotten for your people, know that we have you covered with our ENM merch, our glow guides, our deep dives, and we're having all kinds of sales over starting Monday, the next 12 days from that. So very excited for that and hope you can tune in for that. But All of the topics we're going to be covering are also extremely fun. We are going to be talking romance and holidays and so much more. So stay tuned for more E&M this year and into the next as we take on all of your topics too. And little key moment to share that you guys really let me know that you want more about the pairs. So I can't wait to help you to understand, not partridge in a pairs, don't get that in your head right now. (laughs) Probably I have it too and that's why I said it. But what I mean by pairs is your pairs your Enneagram pairings. So definitely want you to know we have that on target for next year. We're so excited to deliver that to you. And we love to shift with you too. We'll be definitely going through our Enneagram and Marriage Planner topically to remind you for those doing our planner with us each month. But we're going to be digging into pairs and so much more next year. So let's talk today about parent overlays and all that entails. And so if you don't know what an overlay is in the Enneagram world, I'll briefly let you know that so many people have talked about our culture. If you look at CP Enneagram, if you look at uh, Ginger Lapida Bagda's work, and there's so much, Sarah Jane Case, I love to talk about this, Michael Shahan, Elena Pampa and I, we all developed the glow pair guides that you might even already have of your different ways that we all shine and shape one another in marriage. So there's all all these ways that we can cover one another and change one another. And nowhere is that seen more pivotally than in those who affected us in those zero to five years and then ongoing as we were mentored and given a lot of opportunities and also some shadows from the people we grew up with. So today we're talking about how this works for people in their Enneagram type. And I just wanted to give that reminder that it's not all bad, not all good for anybody. You're definitely here because 
somebody got you here surviving. So give them a pat on the back or a warm welcoming hug over the holidays or send an emoji today with lots of love to let them know that you're grateful for them. But we also have to work on the tough stuff they gave you because let's face it, all of their defense mechanisms they use are not always safe and good. And they may feel that they are, but we all know when we take this kind of giant step back together as we like to do here, we see big picture that some of the micro ways we've comforted ourselves are not always helpful, right? So when we have addictions or affairs or we go away and we avoid and withdraw too much or we push really hard at people, these are not great styles. And we've talked a lot about the Enneagram types and how we can move in these different patterns. But today I want to just let you know what it can look like when you have your parent overlay in a very quick way so that when you're in your holiday time together, you can really be looking out for this. And when I say you are in your holiday time together, yes, I'm referring to you going back to homelands and parents' places and grandparents and all the rest, but I'm ultimately talking about you and your partner as well, especially, in fact, since this is a marriage podcast, I'm thinking of that foremost for those who are married, because whoever it is as your main attachment figure, this is the person who's going to receive the brunt of you when you're dysregulated now, even if it is a parent overlay. So we've already talked about what those overlays are, the tendencies and defense strategies from our earliest memories that we've picked up from our parents. And we've also just briefly mentioned how when we're dysregulated, we usually don't go to our very healthiest space of Enneagram movement. For those of you who know what I'm talking about when I say movement, you know I'm talking about our arrow work. For those who are less familiar with the term, I'll just briefly let you know that we have certain complementary types that we move toward integrating with when we're healthy. And of course, if we're at our very healthiest, we would be, there are nine Enneagram types, the best of all nine types, right? But usually we move to one space first, and that's our first health arrow, some like to say. But what we really are saying is when you know where to move in your arrow work, it can help you to intentionally make the move there versus a dysregulation space. And that is intentional work. And we'll talk about that in just a couple minutes. But first, I want to let you know what your probably likely move is when you're dysregulated. Because in the holidays, that's often what happens first is, yes, we want to be regulated and we will do that. But we often first get dysregulated because we're busier, we're getting less sleep, we're having more conflict, we're having less connection time. And so we're just dysregulated and we go to that old style we learned from our families of origin. So I will go over over the types and let you know what I'd like you to be looking out for. Okay, so if you're a type one, I'd like you to be looking out for going into the type four victim stance and jealousy stance of grass is greener on the other side. Perhaps you had a parent who modeled this for you and really made you feel like it was okay to get very cold on people, but it is not. All of these will take you absolutely farther away from your ultimate goals, which are always going to be safety and connection together with people, even ahead of good communication. Okay, if you're a two... What I want you to watch out for is going into an eight aggressive movement. I don't want you to push too hard if somebody says no to your plans and doesn't want to do things your way because I know you've worked really hard and you really want things to go well, but that is not a great space for you to go to that negative eight side and especially not for you to be vengeful. Okay, so watch out for that. And then threes, I want you to watch out for just heading so much into your nine, not just sloth, 
but also a dissociation. I think that's a bigger danger for threes is really removing and cutting off from who you are and just going into this kind of mummified trance and zombie-like state of dissociating and definitely want you to keep out for that. Don't want you watching Zombieland or more becoming Zombieland. My daughter had to write a ton of papers this semester on zombie apocalypses for an entire novel writing class, but we don't want that to become a view. So please watch out for that threes in that nine unhealthy space of sloth or totally checking out without boundaries. Okay, so type four. Fours, what I want to make sure with you is that you look out for becoming manipulative in an unhealthy two space or passive aggressive where you are kind of just deciding I'm not going to do something that I would normally do to show love and care and helping, but I am going to pull away and make somebody either pay for something that they should have done for me in your mind, or maybe just I'm going to be giving dirty looks because I'm hoping that people will recognize that I'm mad, but I don't have to say anything so I can confuse them and confound them. And I just want you to watch out for that. Once again, just as I said to ones, it's not going to help you. It's going to take you farther away from what you truly desire, which is connection. Okay, fives, when you are in your unhealthy, dysregulated space, like a parent you may have struggled with, you can become scattered, cerebral, and just really out of touch with people, with eye contact, with touch, with emotion, and just really go into brain scanning at all times and learning and not really focused in on any one thing, but just gathering or perhaps digging into one of your computer or tech issues or just working in that space that feels very mind oriented and maybe even satisfying, but definitely not connecting. So be watching out for that. That is not a good, not just look on you, but it doesn't really deeply satisfy either. Okay, sixes, watch out for your three space in an unhealthy way, like a parent you may have had or a caregiver. When unhealthy, you can be verbose, you can be mean, you can be overly truth-telling according to you, but really not considering that there's just so many perspectives out there and really taking somebody down in a very mean-spirited way that is un, un realistic for even the punishment of the crime. So perhaps somebody hurts you and you just take them down because you're stressed and it feels really good to spill the beans on them, but it really will not serve them or you for them to be less active and healthy and integrated in the world. So I want you to really look at that. And seven, I want you as a type seven to look at when you can become like the negative side of one, critical, judgy, and really just demanding of your family because you're really just so stressed out that you're making up for lost time that you missed on the things you wanted or needed to do like self-care or perhaps you're feeling crummy because you were overrunning. And so just make sure you're taking lots of deep breaths and not allowing yourself to head into a space that maybe you had of somebody who was overly mean to you. Okay, eights, I want you to watch out for a space of reclusiveness and stinginess as a five would do when they're not as healthy. And whether you had this modeled for you or not, I want you to really, yes, of course, be moderate and modest in the ways we don't want you going crazy lustful, but we also want you to be balanced so that you're a giver, so that you're not just stepping away and hoarding and keeping yourself away from people vindictively. We want you to be really good at giving and knowing when to just go to that quieter space of five and rest. And then lastly, nines, I want you to watch out for going to the unhealthy, dysregulated side of six. Maybe you had a parent who is nervous, afraid, um, twitchy, and glitchy, to use a Taylor Swift word, and you just ended up finding yourself in a state of total 
shut down emotionally, either passively where you are in that safe and small space or really active fighting space. I want you to instead really take those deep breaths and really allow yourself the body work to get really organized with not only your thoughts, but digest the stuff that often gets left in a nine's body. And ultimately, I've talked about this in our special Wednesday Deeper Dive episodes, but what I really want you to do is with this dysregulated state that you could land in on your type as you moved into the behaviors of that other type when you're dysregulated, I want you to look at those types and say, how can I land in my two or my eight or whatever that space was for you space in a better way? So if I'm a seven, I'm going to want to land in the one space of moderation and order and margin. And if I'm a two, I want to land in the eight space of showing up beautifully and boldly and with a clarifying manner that is thoughtful, but not in a demanding or vindicative way. So these are my tips for you as you are looking to see how you can really land well with what you got from your parents in terms of a negative overlay. Thank you so much to Lydia who gave the excellent reminders of just taking time out in this space to really explore those parent dynamics and coming back from that unhealthy place to a place of just rest and regulation and we hope a really happy holiday. So I will talk to you soon. Let me know how it goes, guys. Do not forget all of our resources for you over at AnnieGramAndMarriage.com. We have playlists for you this week made by my daughter Melody on her birthday week. She's so sweet. Go grab those so that you can have a fun playlist and we will talk to you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening with us. It was so wonderful to have you. I love knowing we're doing this journey together, not perfectly, but with love, grace, and hopefully some fun too. If you love today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts or Spotify so others can find it too. Visit our show notes so you can get all the links from today's show, as well as enneagramandmarriage.com, the Instagram, the Facebook, and all over the place. Make sure you spread the word. Love living intentionally with you. Bye-bye.